Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America on the free Odyssey app. Everybody listening live on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158. Everybody listening on a smart speaker, and plenty of folks who've been locked in to Monday Night Football, where maybe you just heard or maybe you just watched the Philadelphia Eagles come back and beat the Kansas City Chiefs. The final score, 21 to 17. The Philadelphia Eagles go to Arrowhead, walk away with a victory. They also walk out with a 9-1 and one record. And Kansas City, they fall to 7-3. and three. They didn't score a damn point in the second half. Kansas City blew a 17-7 to seven lead. We saw drops, a lot of them. We saw an interception in the end zone. We saw a fumble. We saw Kansas City not be able to get the job done. And yeah, Kansas City will be fine as we go on through the rest of the regular season. I'm sure they'll be fine when we get to the postseason. But are they missing that big-time wide receiver? Are they missing that reliable option? Certainly the Kansas City Chiefs spreading that rock around with no cheetah, no Tyree Kill out there. But are they going to need somebody else to step up in a big moment? Maybe this was a preview. But tonight, Philadelphia comes out on top 21-17 to as Kansas City is blanked in the second half of the game. I'm going to be holding it down with you for the next two hours. Much love and many thanks to our super producer and host, Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. And we got a lot to do here over the next two. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. The phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. You can also get a hold of me if you use the internet. Hopefully you don't use it to waste your time arguing with strangers, but you can find me there. I am at JR Sport Brief. We're going to talk about this game. We're going to hear some of the key play calls. I'm going to talk to you. And it seems like over the past few days, as in this weekend into tonight, I know we're moving on into Thanksgiving. A lot to be thankful for. We got a lot of miserable people. A lot of miserable coaches. I mean, damn it, if you didn't hear Brandon Staley from the Chargers, we'll share that with you later on in the show. Deion Sanders, I mean, this dates back to to Friday night. He's pretty miserable. He's going to be real miserable when Utah smacks Colorado. Kim Mulkey 
spoke to the media again tonight. Yes, the LSU Lady Tigers basketball coach, Angel Reese didn't play again, and Kim Mulkey ain't sharing a word. She got into it with the media. And then, yeah, I mean, Andy Reid, pretty miserable as well tonight with all of the drops. So we got a lot of miserable coaches, and we'll share a lot of that with you uh, as we continue on with the show. But first, back to Monday Night Football. Thank God we got a good matchup. I told you Kansas City led 17-7, to couldn't score in the second half. But let's get things started. I want you to hear the first score of the game that got Kansas City on the board early on. This was a three-yard pass from Patrick Mahomes to Justin Watson. It made it 7 to nothing Kansas City in the first. This is from the Chiefs Radio Network. Third down and goal to go for the Chiefs at the Eagle 3. 5.45 to go first quarter. Empty backfield for the Chiefs. They're three by two. Ball snapped on the near hash. Mahomes holding it, holding it. Now the protection breaks down. He'll scramble. Throws it late. Wide open back of the end zone. Touchdown. Kansas City. Justin Watson with the catch. And a great throw by Mahomes. Buying time and throwing the pass for a three-yard touchdown. Yeah, that was early in the game. Still in that first quarter, the Philadelphia Eagles, they were able to go out there and answer back. This is courtesy of the Eagles radio network, DeAndre Swift, punching it in for a short yard touchdown rush. First and goal at the three. Swift stays in. Hurts gives it to Swift. He is racing, racing, racing into the end zone. Touchdown. Simple as that, right? Next up. Our next big score, it came down to the end of the second quarter. We're moving into halftime. And and tell me if you've heard this one before, right? Patrick Mahomes connects with Travis Kelsey. And at this time, they made it a 14-7 game. Less than two minutes ago in the first half. This is from the Chiefs radio network. 7-7 tie. Chiefs have third down and three at the Eagle four with an empty backfield momentarily. Here comes McKinnon in motion. Pass near side. Todd Kelsey. Touchdown! Near side. Touchdown! Kansas City. Travis Kelsey from Patrick Mahomes. And the Chiefs have a Kelsey touchdown, his 74th. And that ties Dallas Cowboy, former Cowboy, Jason Witten for fifth all-time for touchdown catches. By a tight end in NFL history, and Mahomes with two touchdown passes. The 65th time in his first seven years, that ties Dan Marino for the best in National Football League history. Yeah, the the, the combination of Mahomes and Kelsey is pretty good, if you didn't get the hint. We continue on. We had a lot of big hits, a sack, and Kansas City got the ball back to end the first half. Harrison Butker had an opportunity to go out there and kick a 43-yard field goal as time expired, giving Kansas City a 17-7 lead going into halftime. Unfortunately for Kansas City, that field goal would have been their last score because we go into the third quarter. Jalen Hurts, with about four minutes to go in the third, Jalen Hurts has the ball, is able to scramble, And damn it, he scrambles forward. He goes on a 10-yard run to score a touchdown. This is courtesy of the Eagles Radio Network. Hurts calling for the football. Late in the third quarter. Chiefs 
Lead by 10. Hurts takes the snap. It's a quarterback keeper. He runs up the middle. He scores. He scores. And not only does Jalen Hurts score with his legs, this man got a cannon for an arm. Because now we're in the fourth quarter. Philadelphia Eagles are behind. He decides to unleash a 41-yard bomb to Devontae Smith, who finished the night with 99 receiving yards. And that touchdown helped set up what is now known as the, uh, the brotherly shove. The Philadelphia Eagles are pretty much standing in front of their own goal line. And Jalen Hurts gets a little bit of help from his friends. Listen to the Eagles radio network. They push. They shove. Now, there's a penalty flag thrown, and we'll see about that. Now, they're in, I believe. They are in for a touchdown. And who's the penalty against? You know what's coming, and you just can't stop it. They were in. And Kansas City's lined up off sides. Touchdown! That penalty's declined. Result of the play is a touchdown. Yeah, they punch it in. And that was all the damn scoring that we would get for the night. That brotherly shove took place with about six minutes left in the game, and we saw no more scoring. Despite the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs, they got the ball back, and we saw some big drops. And not just big drops. We saw three drops on the final drive. I told you about Justin Watson, right? Opening touchdown for the game, he dropped the pass. Let it go right off of his hands. And this one was a huge drop. Marquez Valdez-Scantling had to catch a deep pass. He's diving towards the end zone. He's beating his defender. He's extending his arms. I know it's raining. It's wet. The ball goes off of his hands. And he's not able to haul it in. Listen to this call. This was a big one from the Chiefs radio network. Snap to Mahomes, retreating. He's unloading it long. He's got Valdez Scantling, and he cannot hang on to the ball. He drops the ball in the end zone. A deep post pattern. The Chiefs had it. They had the defender beat. And Valdez Scantling... On a deep post, had the deep safety beat, and Valdez Scantling drops the ball at the one-yard line. That man had the ball in the palm of his hands. Couldn't hold on. Following the game, he was one of the last Chiefs back into the locker room, and the camera caught him because this is what cameras do, catch things. He swung his helmet directly into the wall. I'm like, man, don't hit the Chiefs logo. It looks so nice on the wall. I'm sure it costs a lot of money. Don't damage anything, damn it. And so that wasn't the only mistake tonight for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like early in the game, people won't talk about this too much, but Patrick Mahomes, he threw an interception in the end zone. Early on in the fourth quarter, as they were already in their their own territory, they were in the red zone trying to score again. Travis Kelsey had the ball punched out by Roby. Turnover. I told you about all of the drops. Kansas City, a season-high five drops tonight. Three of those came on the final drive. They choked this one away. 
literally. Kansas City led 17-7 to at halftime. And if you think about Kansas City throughout the duration of the season, the whole season of which they now have a 7-3 and record, they haven't been able to get the job done in the second half. They are scoring, or they have scored, a league low 53 points entering tonight in the second half of games. And knowing the fact that they, oh, by the way, scored zero points tonight in the second half, that still stands to be true as they get ready to take on the Raiders on Sunday. Kansas City has only scored a league low 53 points in the second half all season long. That's through all 10 of their games. And this is a point that Patrick Mahomes made when he spoke to the media. He said, look, when it comes down to the second half, we have sucked. Simple is we just got to be better in the second half. I mean, all season long, we haven't played great football in the second half. So um, we have to continue to work. Um, obviously, had a pretty good first half running the football. Um, but uh, we got to find a way to finish games offensively. Is there something consistent with the second halves in our I mean, not necessarily. I mean, today it was uh, penalties and just miscues. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got to find ways to score at the end of the day. Defense is playing playing great football, has been all year. Uh, offense, we got to find ways to finish football games. 26 drops. 26 drops. That's the most in the NFL by the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't want to predict the future because I can't. Okay, I'm not. I'm not Miss Cleo out here. It, it's just a real possibility that we get to the end of the season, and that there's going to be a conversation about Tyreek Hill, and the fact that he's no longer with the team, and that they were able to go through the postseason, and and uh, yeah. But now, when it came down to brass tacks, they couldn't get the job done. Or if they win, we'll hear the opposite. Oh, my God, look at what they were able to do without Tyreek Hill. But tonight against a damn good team, the Eagles, yeah, you see what happens when you don't have that, that superstar out there on the offense to help break the game open. I don't know, maybe even hold on to the football. Andy Reid spoke to the media, and he pretty much said the same damn thing. Uh, we missed it all over the damn place. Yeah, you know, Adam, I think we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, I've got to do a better job helping out with that. And then, you know, my guys have got to do the same thing. So we've all got to uh, pick it up a notch there in the second half. We're, we're just not as sharp there. And, um, you know, we'll work on that. Come on, Andy, man. It's too late to go dipping into free agency, man. I don't know what you're going to do that's going to switch things up. You're going to go out there and catch a ball? Andy Reid, by the way, when, when Valdez Scantling dropped that pass, oh, my God, Andy Reid looked like he was about to explode. Yeah, we, we saw quite a few drops there at the end of the game. And the Chiefs, it wasn't just the second half. They, they've missed some opportunities just all over the damn game. And the Eagles are an awesome team. They're going to take on Buffalo next. I'm going to go ahead and, and take the Eagles to win that game. And they're showing right now that, yeah, they, they are the top in the NFC. And I know we have the, the Niners, but I, you got to roll with the Eagles right now, man. 
until one of these other teams knocks them off and and sign me up. I want to see the rematch. And hopefully this time Brock Purdy doesn't go out there with a a busted arm. And fortunately for the Niners, they're dealing with their own injury. Hufanga goes out there and blows out his ACL. Uh, we'll, We'll get to that shortly. We do got a bunch of callers here on the line. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I think the Chiefs will be fine here throughout the course of the regular season. They take on the Raiders next on on Sunday. Uh, But let's see if this wide cast, this revolving cast of receivers can ultimately get the job done or whether or not in the biggest moments they're going to miss Tyreek Hill. 855-212-4CBS. Jonathan is calling from here in Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. How are you? Go ahead. You're live. Hey, man. I'm doing good, man. Love your show. Thank you. What's up? Man, I'm, I just want to ask your opinion. What do you think about the fact that Philadelphia has a bunch of players from Georgia and Alabama on their team? Well, I think... I don't think I'm going to say anything that's too profound. We know that the SEC is a, is a dominant conference when it comes to the NFL. And you being here in Atlanta, of course you would know about all the Bulldogs that have ended up with the Eagles. I mean, you might as well call the Eagles the Bulldogs of the North. Uh, Hugh Douglas has talked about this a lot. And I know, as you know, Hugh Douglas went from Atlanta radio and he's now up in Philadelphia. Whether it's a Nicobe Dean who's not playing right now or a Jalen Carter on the line, We can go all up and down about the strength of the SEC in Georgia, and it's not a coincidence that they've added a lot of defensive players from Athens, yes. Yeah, as a Falcons fan, why does Atlanta not draft players from Georgia or Alabama? Well, if you're asking me me that question, I'm afraid I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, I know. Uh, and that's what I'm, I'm I'm like, hey, the two best teams in college football, Philadelphia keeps drafting players from them, but the Falcons don't. I'm a Falcons fan. And I'm like, why well, don't they ever? If I, if I were to be a little bit more uh, bothered or upset, I would think about the quarterback position. And I don't know if it really matters if that QB is coming from the, the SEC. And thank you, Jonathan, for calling from Atlanta. Look, man, the Falcons have been able to build out their roster, and one of the things that they don't have right now is a Desmond Ritter who's now being thrown back into the starting quarterback spot. We talked about Desmond Ritter you know, earlier on in the show. Now that Taylor Heineke is out with that hamstring injury, Arthur Smith let everybody know that Desmond Ritter is now going to get his second chance now to go out there and be a starter. And it won't even be a second chance. He's supposed to be the starter for the rest of the season for a bad Falcons team that is four and six, partially because of him and the offensive play calling uh, in a bad NFC South. And so if you want to wonder why the Falcons haven't just drafted everybody out of Georgia and the SEC, man, you, you're going to have to ask Terry know that question. But I think uh, any team in a transition period going from a veteran, former MVP quarterback in Matt Ryan to a rookie, even though it's been a transition of Marcus Mariota in, in between, it's going to be tough, man. And maybe you need to ask, hey, why didn't we think about adding a quarterback and having a better transition plan for Matt Ryan? I think that'd be a better question than looking at all the, uh, the players from Georgia and Alabama that end up decorating NFL rosters 
all over the country. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to get to more of your calls. We're going to hear from more miserable coaches across the world of sports. And then Travis Kelsey, he just spoke. His brother, Jason, he finally beat him. Hmm. I wonder what Travis has to say about the night. And oh, yeah, that girlfriend of his, I don't think she made the game. Thank God I didn't hear about her once. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, I appreciate you taking my call. I just want to say that you got an awesome show, man, and I enjoy it very much when I'm out moving about at night. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. The Philadelphia Eagles come back tonight and beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. The final score 21 17. Philadelphia now has a record of 9 1. Kansas City falls to 7-3. and three. Uh, We saw multiple turnovers, whether it's an interception. Travis Kelsey uh, had a, a big turnover in the fourth. They were trying to extend their lead. Bradley Roby came through in the red zone and punched the ball out of his hands. And so that was another missed opportunity to score. And ultimately, the Kansas City Chiefs, going into halftime, had a 17-7 lead. They scored zero points in the second half. Tons of drops, that fumble by Kelsey, and uh, Philadelphia walks away with the victory. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls momentarily. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he did talk to the media, and I think we know the answer here, but he gave his perspective on what went wrong tonight. My fumble. How would you diagnose what's going on with the offense otherwise? I got to be better. Just not playing up to the level that I have in the past. I got to be better. Any adjustments the Eagles did in the second half to sort of disrupt things? No. Turnovers. Turnovers and uh, and um, penalties on our half. It's nothing that they did. Travis, three, it's all us. three games, no points in the second half. Are you identifying anything why it's happening in the second half? I just mentioned the turnovers in the second half. I just mentioned the, the flags. It's all fixable. We just got to do it. Travis, does this feel like a particularly emotional game to you when you play them? Yeah. Shook his head no. <laughs> he shook, yeah, he, he shook his head no, Chef. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I think I think we got the uh I think we got the message. Yes. I like how he started off. Hey, what went wrong? My fumble. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. My it, fumble. The man is 34 years old. I'm not saying that he fell off the, the face of the earth, not by any stretch of the imagination, but he's had the benefit of being out there and, and, and having worked with, with Tyreek Hill. And they don't have that X factor. And sure, you can go ahead and swap out the strategy and spread the ball around. Uh, the Chiefs still operate typically in a, the space of being a, a give-or-take top 10 offense. They're used to being one or two. I mean, so this is this is quite a bit of a fall. It's one thing to be in the top third offensively uh, to now fall into uh, or fall from number one or two 
into being in the top third. Uh, there's a difference there. I know their defense much improved. Typically, their defense is an average defense, but this season, uh, stepping it up into to number two offensively. I mean, all things considered, uh, you did have Hurts, who was sacked five times tonight. The Philadelphia Eagles were only held to 21 points, but their offense is what's taking a fall off. I hope it doesn't affect them by the time they get into the postseason. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to Mark. He's calling from Montreal. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how are you, JR? Very well, man. What's up? Uh, I'm good. I want to talk about this uh, brotherly shove that everyone talks about with the Eagles. Um, I get it. It's unstoppable. Everyone knows it's coming. Can't stop it. But my question is, why are the Eagles the only team that's able to do it? Uh, it's not like they've got the best offensive line. Hurts got sacked five times tonight. Uh, I, I I don't know if I'd agree with that. They do have one of the best offensive lines in the game. Even with a 36-year-old center, uh, with Jason Kelsey, they still have one of the best centers in the game. And I'll tell you this, uh, I don't know if you just want to look at the offensive line. If you take a look at, at the quarterback, if you look at Hurts, the man is built like a truck, all right? So all things considered, I think if everybody had an answer as to why it works, I think people would be out there with stopping it. If anybody could do it, then I think everybody would go out there and do it. Yeah, anybody can be sacked. The Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, you think about Chris Jones. He actually went through a little bit of a lull in going out there and getting to the QB after having, I think, a sack in his first five games. And tonight he wakes up. And he's just like, oh, I, I got two for you. And he says, I'm going to go back out there and get my sack. So why does the shove work? I don't know. Maybe because their, their quarterback might be one of the strongest, if not the strongest, in the league. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Michael is calling from Houston, Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. How you doing, sir? I'm very well. How are you this evening? Oh, pretty good. Happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. Thank you so much. To you as well. What's up? Hey, uh, I was just wanting to get your opinion, you know, with the with the Chiefs game tonight and everything with them, uh, uh, you know, potentially uh, showing some some uh, some some chinks in their armor, uh, uh, so to say, and with looking at the the the, the, the AFC standings. Uh, you know, me being from Houston and a Texans fan, um, uh, to me, uh, of course, of course, the playoffs are ultimately going to run through Baltimore this year. But I, to me, right now, it just looks like it's uh, you know anybody's game because there's a lot of seven and three, seven and four teams right now. You know, and 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 I'm just I'm just wondering what you think about what the playoff picture might look like. Yeah, I, I hear you. There are a lot of six and four. I know you're, you're Houston Texans. I assume you're Texans fans. I know after beating, yes, Arizona, after beating Arizona, they've won three straight, and, and now they sit at, at six and four. Yeah, the, the, records, the records might be similar, but I'm glad that you said, yeah, Baltimore is probably the cream of the crop. They, they appear to be the biggest threat, you know, once you get outside of Kansas City. And it, it's not so much to me about what the records say, but it's about the teams and, and their experience. I would say maybe the next threat after them would be Miami. I know Cleveland, their defense is keeping them alive. But do Why? I think that's, 
Do I think that Cleveland's defense is going to last them all the way through the, the postseason? Uh, I, I'm not so sure. So the next thing that I look at is 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 experience, man. And, and I know Buffalo, they stunk. They had to come back and smack around the New York Jets to get their confidence. And now they got to take on the Eagles next. I, I would still put them in the mix. I would actually still choose Buffalo uh, before I take Cleveland just based on the quarterback play unless Josh Allen is giving the ball away. So, yes, it, I, I would still say Kansas City. I would say Baltimore. And then the next teams below that, it's it's a little bit of a fight. You got Miami, Buffalo, uh, Cleveland is there. Uh, so that that kind of be the space that I go in. Well, that's, that's, that's cool. I, I, I definitely think that, you know, uh, uh, most of the teams that you mentioned, but there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know uh, uh, what ifs in, in in there, especially with like Cleveland and and then uh, you know uh, pretty much you you would think the Bengals are out of it, right? Oh yeah, I would. And and you talked about a what if. I I didn't think that the Cincinnati Bengals were going to go to the Super Bowl when they did, but they did. And a lot of that is with their All championship right. caliber quarterback who did it at the college level at Joe Burrow. I mean, look the. Do I think that Denver is going to turn things all the way around and go on the Super Bowl run? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, they've been able to, to turn things around as of right now. So, yeah, there might be a team waiting in the wings that we just go, well, what the hell happened? Nobody's talking about Jacksonville. They're 7-3. and three. So right, right. You, you, you never know what team is going to come out of nowhere. But typically in the postseason, I want to look at the teams that have a little bit more experience and I want to look at the teams that have uh, been close but haven't got over the hump, and that would probably be the Ravens. And then we also got word, and thank you, Michael, for calling from Houston. We also got word today from uh, Harbaugh. He's just like, well, the door isn't completely shut or closed on Mark Andrews and his broken leg. And I would assume that means if they really go on a deep run into the postseason, like AFC Championship game, more than likely the Super Bowl. So, don't hold your breath on a Mark Andrews return, but if he would return, that means that the Ravens are going pretty deep into the postseason. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to take a break before I get to more of your calls, and then we're going to hear from some winners from tonight. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni, they have both spoken to the media, and so we will go ahead and hear from them. Plus you. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, how you doing, man? I appreciate listening to you every night, man, at work, man. It gives me some joy. And I uh, appreciate all your insight. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4 CBS is the number. The Eagles beat Kansas City tonight 21 to 17. The Kansas City Chiefs completely blanked in the second half of the game. They went into halftime with a 17-7 lead, not able to score any points, uh, plenty of drops and turnovers, etc. And uh, this is a, a stat that is also new to me. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs 
a league low 53 points in the second half of games. This season, flattened period, only 53 points uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the third straight game where they have scored zero second-half points. Kansas City is going to take on the Raiders next, so they're going to look to uh, impose their will and embarrass them. And the Philadelphia Eagles, they're going to take on Buffalo on Sunday, so that should be a fun watch to see if Buffalo can continue to try and get their season on track. There's a massive difference between the New York Jets and the Philadelphia Eagles. I just told you on the other side of the break that we would hear from some winners. That would happen to be Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. Nick Sirianni, head coach of the Eagles, he showed a lot of love to Jalen Hurts picking up those two touchdowns and that big pass at the end of the game. Listen to Nick Sirianni. It was a heck of a check. Jalen just sees some great things out there, and he did a phenomenal job. Got to a little bit of a, you know, I won't, won't get too much into it, but he checked to that, and uh, it ended up being the right call at the right moment, and uh, that's what good quarterbacks do. Quarterbacks, they make they make three or four plays that change the game with their mind, right? You know, they they got to do a great job throwing the ball, you know, running the, running the show, but they make three to four checks a game with their mind that can make big differences, and Jalen did that tonight. That's not all he did. He had that big 41-yard bomb to Devontae Smith that that pretty much set up that goal line uh, rush. We want to call it a rush, the brotherly shove. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he talked about that big old pass, that long pass, that bomb to Devontae Smith. Those things just kind of come to you in the game. Um, and You know, we hadn't really been efficient offensively. Um, Hadn't been, wasn't on the same page on the, on the interception, on the turnover we had. Had some communication things in that hostile environment we played in. Um, but in the end, it's just about finding a way to win, you know, and whether things come to myself or we're just communicating uh, between the receivers and I or just talking through, um, talking through the game and what we're seeing, um, trying to take advantage of stuff. Um, it was a great catch by him. Um, timely, timely playing the game. You know, just thinking about um, the opportunities we may have had early on in the game that we didn't take advantage of. All I can say is, you know, you, you make those plays when you need to make those plays, and I'm just happy how we responded um, today, and I'm happy how our defense played. Yeah, Devontae Smith, even from his end, he finished the night with 99 yards receiving, including that 41-yard bomb to set up the final score that would ultimately win the game. 855-212-4CBS. Greg is here from Knoxville, Tennessee. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, thanks, JR, man. I love your show. Thank you, man. What's uh, up? I have a question. Well, it's about tonight's game with Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes, you know, you can never count the Chiefs out, ever, because he's great. But do you think he's going to need a couple more weapons? Or, like, you can't replace Tyreek Hill, but he's going to need somebody. Do you think to step it up to even – to get back to the Super Bowl? Do you think he would need a couple more weapons? I don't think he needs uh, – I don't think need is the word, but I would say, of course, yeah, we, we've talked about this. Like, not having Tyreek Hill there is a massive loss. Like, okay, right. for, l- let's put it this way. Three straight games the Kansas City Chiefs have not scored in the second half. That's three straight games. If Tyreek Hill was healthy and on his team right now, uh, do I think that'd be the case? I think the answer would be no. I think he'd, right. he, he'd probably get by one defensive back at least one time, and, and he'd score just on his own 
uh, because of his physical attributes. And so uh, do I think this is a concern as we get into the postseason? Hell yeah. I mean, this is a team that they just faced in the Super Bowl. Uh, they could potentially see them again. Uh, and, and, yeah, I mean, you, not having the weapons out there, yeah, Travis Kelsey, he, he can't go and do it all himself. And tonight, unfortunately, he fumbled the ball. Right. So, yeah, it's a, it's a talent downgrade. I don't think anybody would dispute that. So you could see him going after somebody else, like if for a trade, like if you think they would try to get somebody else? There's, there, we we, we passed the trade deadline back towards Halloween. Oh, so they can't. So they can't do anything. Yeah, right. So they can't do anything, right? It's nah, plenty. man. <laughs> Unless they want to sign me or you off the street. No, that 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 <laughs> ship has sailed, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Nah, thank you, Greg. Shout outs to to Greg for calling from Knoxville, Tennessee. Shout outs to everybody listening up uh, north of me in Tennessee. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's keep the calls on rolling. Mike is here from Cleveland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Mike? JR. Yeah, I called you after Chubb got hurt uh, in the Pittsburgh loss, and I said something about that maybe have been a dirty hit, and you took exception with my comments, kind of. But I want to say I heard you talking about the Browns and like how like you don't think they would need like five Cinderella slippers. Let me just say something. I've been watching the NFL since 1972. Okay, the Browns defense is as good as the '85 Bears, 2000 Ravens. I mean, Miles Garrett is like Lawrence Taylor. So I think that defense, they could run that deep, ride that defense all the way to the Super Bowl. And and for you to sleep on them like that, I mean, shows me maybe you haven't watched them a lot because they are like just ferocious. I mean, they could get turnovers. I mean, I don't feel like Pittsburgh had any chance that whole game. And I've never felt that as a Browns fan. All right. It's going to be like, you remember when the Bears shut down Eric Dickerson in the playoffs? It's going to be like that. That's okay. what they're going to do. That's the, that's the route they're going to take. Great. Well, thank you, Mike, for calling from Cleveland. Appreciate you. And the other thing is, Kansas City got rid of Tyreek Hill in 2022. They won a Super Bowl without him. Yeah, but I think if you take but a look. So at... you know that. So you're like, well, where's Tyreek Hill? They didn't have him last year. They won the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, but I so, think but I mean, there's a difference between the wide receivers that they have on the team now. If you look at Travis Kelsey, he's a little bit older. If you look at the offense of taking a step back in total, being 10th and 11th ranked as opposed to being top one, right. two, and three. And so right. there is a difference, Mike. All right. Well, I mean, I don't. so what, what are you saying? But why didn't they miss Tyreek Hill last year? Because Kelsey was a year younger? I think the offensive line was better given what they had last year, and I think spreading the ball out worked for them and their advantage, and I think for where they're at right now, I think you can take a look at what happened tonight where you have to spread the ball around to a lot of no-names, your Justins of the world. It's not going to work out. Well, it hasn't worked out. You can see that. All right. Hey, the other thing is uh, that that, what's that song by the Ghetto Boys that you play in that that, uh, break? that you come out of which one what song is that? is that uh, my mind playing tricks on me or is that another one absolutely is mike yes it is you're that old well do you want me to tell you about the conversation i had with scarface you want me to tell you about bushwick bill like uh what would you like mike uh no i want to know did you ever uh what about uh like epmd did you ever meet those dudes 
Yes, I've met Eric Sermon. I've actually met Eric Sermon and had conversations with Eric on 9th Avenue and 42nd Street when I used to work over at uh, TVT Records, yes. What about uh, Boogie Down Productions? Yes, yes, uh, he's from the Bronx, New York, and uh, I have met the teacher, yes. What about Red Alert? Did you ever meet DJ Red Alert? I know DJ Red Alert personally, Mike. Right, but you got to have all those guys on the show. Have some guests on. Uh, I don't think uh, America wants to listen to to cool DJ Red Alert. <laughs> really? Because I don't think I don't think uh, the majority of America knows cool DJ Red Alert, Mike. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, they should have Chuck D on. They all know him. Uh, fight the power. Yes. Thank you to talk right, about right. the Knicks. Later, thank man. you, Mike. Take it easy. All right. Thanks. But Shep, Mike, Mike didn't. People, you're right, Shep. People have no idea. I don't know who those people are. I, I know who Chuck D is. I think most people know who Chuck D is. Yeah. Well, he asked me about some uh, very famous hip-hop musicians. And uh, right. kind of let him know that. Oh, Eric, yeah, actually. Uh, Eric Sermon, I know. I've heard of him. Yeah. Well, everybody he named. Don't, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. I can <laughs> pretty much sit here and, and tell you stories about each and every one of them. It's fun to hear you talk about music because most people who follow sports... I don't feel like they know that kind of music the way you do. And it's how I'm sure most people feel when they listen to us talk about sports and really don't know the level of depth that we do. So it was kind of fun. Hey, JR, you know Ghetto Boys Mind Playing Tricks? Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've met Scarface. Hey, JR, do you, you, you know uh, EP? Yes, I've stood but, out on the street right. and spoken to Eric But, but, but JR, but when most people hear Scarface, they don't think of the musician. They think of the movie. Man, well, they got to they gotta come and hang out in Houston. Correct. And then they would know. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Don't don't bet your money on the Browns. Come on, Brian. 85 Bears. The last time I looked, who did they play yesterday? Oh, Kenny Pickett. That's just something to be uh, very impressed about. It's not taken away from what they've done for the season, but let's let's slow down here. And the last time I looked in this NFL, you need somebody to go out there and throw the ball. Good luck. I mean, there's a reason why if you took Patrick Mahomes off of these Chiefs, for all the guys that you told me that uh, that, that have been there this year and last year, they would have been in a toilet without Mahomes. And he's one of the greatest of all time. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to more of your calls on the other side of the break, and we're going to listen to a bunch of miserable coaches. Don't move. CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.